Hello everyone, welcome back, um, episode 3, uh, the second last episode of the year because Rugby League is coming to a, you could say, wrap up for the year, um, CJ Sadly. obviously joined by Nicole Guzman, yeah, um, how was your week? Um, my week was pretty good, um, I started a new gym block so I have a really sore back at the moment um, from deadlifts. Um, any PBs? Oh, yeah. Sorry? Any PBs? Yeah, I got um five sets of four at 90 kilos, so I was pretty happy with that. Um, what was your previous uh, PB? Uh, I started, I haven't done deadlifts for ages because of my knee surgery, um, uh-huh. but I started five weeks ago at 70 kilos. Oh, wow. That's that's a massive improvement. <laughs> yeah. So I'm really just out here bulking. Um Getting ready for pre Getting ready for season like say, was it Fat camp or was it you called a fat club? Yeah, club? fat camp, fat club. <laughs> yeah. Well, for anyone who's listening, I, I, I'm not insulting her. She told me that's what it's called. I got so season. attacked by that. I had people messing with me being, you're not fat. I'm like, it's just a I was one of them. thing. Like, <laughs> but, but yeah. then, you, then you told me that. I was like, okay, okay. I, I was like, it's like every all the forwards come back to preseason and it's like fat club. My ex-partner used to be in fat club all the time. Okay. Okie dokie. Um, and yeah, my week's been all right. Been much of a muchness, you know, just cruising along, doing my thing. Now, we've got an interesting topic. Before we get stuck into our 4020 nutrition match recaps, Rugby League X. So, what are your Rugby League X? Anyone who's listening, put yours in the comments. Uh, let us know what your Rugby League X are as well. But, Nicole, what are your X? Okay, so let's go one for one. I was actually going to suggest that. So, yes, you go first. Okay, so my first one would be um, that person that has to talk in every single team huddle. It's like, like, do you know what I mean? It's just like, just listen to the coach or just listen to the captain. Like, you don't have to comment on everything. You don't have to say something about everything. You don't have to reply to everything. Just listen. Just take it all in. Unless you're the captain or the coach, shut up. Yeah. Basically. (laughs) Yeah. yeah pretty much um, unless there's something that's genuinely frustrating and you're speaking the minds of the players again shut up yeah so that's like my number one it because it's like too many people talking my brain can't comprehend all that yep uh, my one well one of one of mine is now this is across the board mainly at nrl level but um any rugby league level gender non-specific for this one when a player refuses to go off for a HIA or gets shitty at the HIA protocol, like, okay, how are you going to feel in 20 years when you got that CTE going on? Like, honestly. I feel like that would be me. <laughs> like, I was, believe it or not, I was getting concussed playing Oztag two, three years ago. Like, I was running so hard and fast. I was literally, when I was go- trying to dive on the dead ball, like, to make it a dead ball, I'd slam my head back on the grass, not meaning to. And I'd have massive, like, feeling nauseated headaches for two or three days. And I'm like, that's from that because I've not done anything out of my usual. So I would rule myself out for another week because, yeah. So, therefore, anyone, don't ignore HIA protocol. But also, yeah, just ick if you do. (laughs) I'm sorry, but ugh. Well, I couldn't ignore mine because I was in another planet when I had my... Yeah, geez. My head knock this season. Um, I didn't get knocked out, but I got up and I was walking the wrong way. Yeah. 
Um, I kind of had a delayed concussion because then a few yep. days later, like things started happening. Like I tried yep. to get into the wrong car after training. Okay, um, wow. Got my work clothes to go to work like that week. Yeah, it was crazy. Okay. Wow, um, but that's very interesting. Yeah, nothing really like on the day, but yeah, delayed. Mm. And what's your next one? Um, My next ick is just wingers. <laughs> <laughs> is it their vibe or just ick? Just wingers in general, like... Oh, I swear they just complain all the time. This is a joke, by the way, guys. But, like, they just complain. When a try gets scored out on the wing, it's like, we were calling for you guys. Yeah, okay, sorry. I was making three tackles up the bloody guts. Um, And it's like they don't come in. They don't, like, just come in and take a tough carry. Like, you know. um, Support your props. Yeah. (laughs) I swear they just complain about everything. But, no, shout out to... To wingers you know i would love to be a winger but um unfortunately i'm about 20 kilos too heavy <laughs> and too to do that but um yeah i mean i think in everyone's minds in our minds and hearts we're wingers and halfbacks let's be honest yeah <laughs> um so yeah i agree with that my next one would be saturday morning sideline coaches is the specific that i've come up with um mate your kid's eight let him enjoy the game. Now, th- this isn't this isn't the team coach, the little eight year old kids coach. This is the dad that the dad. isn't the coach, or the mum <laughs> that isn't the coach, but is yelling at their kid in particular. So, like this, 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 this. You're doing this wrong. Focusing on the wrong. So I'm like, they're eight. Give them, give them mackers after the game. Shut up, honestly. No, they're not getting mackers after the game. <laughs> no, no, no. But you know what I mean, though. Like they're eight. They're not eighteen. Yeah, or... the dad's gonna be so pissed. He's gonna say, "No, we got food at home." Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> but yeah, just the Saturday morning sideline coaches can What's your next one? My last one is something that I actually do myself, which is disgusting. But it's um and I realized this in my game on the weekend yep. is putting my mouth guard in my sock, mm-hmm. doing like the whole warm-up with it in my sock, and then taking it out and putting it in my mouth. And usually I would like squirt some water on it with like one of the water bottles or whatever. But mm-hmm. In my game on the weekend, it was 10 minutes into the game and I realized my mouth cut was still in my sock. Ooh. So I just took it out and put it in my mouth. And like, yeah, that's yeah. kind of gross. <laughs> Salty. Okay, so I've got two more. Um, adults with their favorite player's number on the back of the jersey. Unless it's a match-worn, like, and you're a collector, mate, that player owns you now, basically. <laughs> you are that player's bitch. If you've got number six on the on the this year's jersey of the team and your favorite player is the 5'8", you are that player's bitch, basically. Um, <laughs> as I said, with the exception of it being match worn or you're a collector, um, and, yeah, just ugh. And my final one is when someone is so one eyed that they can't accept a loss when their t- that when their team was on the field scoreboard and statistically the worst team on the day. That's how I feel about James Tedesco. <laughs> he could like drop the ball four times, knock on, miss a tackle, and I'd be like. Give him a break. <laughs> and I'm okay. the worst for it because even my friends are like, Nicole, he played shit. And I'm like, shut the fuck up. You see, that's okay. I'll I'll allow that because it's not like it's the whole team. It's a player individual. So that's, yeah. I'm going to say that gets an amber pass. <laughs> um, yeah. But the, the biggest one, though, in my opinion, is the Saturday morning coaches. Ugh. Saturday um, morning coaches. We'll try and come up with some more icks for next week's episode and let us know in the comments so we can feature your icks or your rugby league icks. 
I did see a funny one. I just sent it to my hooker, actually. I seen yeah. it on, um, you know, the rules. Um, yep. the and yep. it's like, is my hooker in aeroplane mode? Because I'm getting absolutely no service out here. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. Oof. Shout out to the hookers that, that actually so do the job. <laughs> Jeez, no, nah, that's that's funny. Because also one of the... um. One of the owners and founders of YKTR, James Seguiaro, is a hooker. So yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that makes it even funnier. No, nah, absolutely. Yeah. Um, but that about wraps up the icks and time to get into some recaps. Brought to you by 4020 Nutrition. They've just come on board as a partner with the podcast, as in this re- recap episodes podcast and the regular life and sport podcast. Um, yeah, they do. They specialize for rugby union and rugby league. Pre-game, post-game, um, creatine, whey, all those sort of supplements. And for 15% off, use our code LIFEINSPORT at checkout. We will be provided some of their supplements shortly, and we will give you guys a full review on how we think it goes and how it handles. We're going to do the review that no one asked for. Yep, um, I'm going to review <laughs> all the products. They, they, it's, no, it's not what they didn't ask for. It's they didn't know they need. Yeah, yeah, that's a better way to word it. Yeah, we'll bring you the review that you didn't know you need, uh, <laughs> but you do need it. Um, absolutely. Um, and obviously, it goes without saying, women's recaps come first. New Zealand Kiwi Ferns against the Australian Gillaroos. All I'll say is, fuck. <laughs> 15 games in a row, Australia wins and they lose. Well done to the Kiwi Ferns for doing that, breaking that 15-match win streak for the Gillaroos. Take it away. Yeah, look, I feel like even for that game, like obviously I'm an Aussie born and bred here, play for Malta, but um, like I was just happy. I was happy for them to get the win. They deserved it. Um, They always have such a good, hard, tough competition. And I feel like, you know, it's just good for the game to see those girls getting the win Um, and just, yeah, changing it up. It's even with like the – the women's origin and, and stuff like that. Like I love seeing the underdog get the win just because it's good for the game's growth. Yeah. Um, but um, yeah, it was awesome to see. Um, and my player of the match for New Zealand was none other than Georgia Hale. Oh, uh, we've got um, the same one. Yep. Yeah. So she made 44 tackles in that game. Um, 157 run meters. Run meters. And yeah. Hits. And like, she's just been so consistent in the matches that she's played. Like, I don't think I've even seen her play a bad game. Like, even when her team is losing, she's still playing well. Is still playing amazing. And I think that's so cool and just so unreal. Um, And obviously what most people would want to be, like if your team's losing, making sure that you're still doing all that you can to um, try and get your team up. So I think she, she did unreal. Absolutely. And who would be your Australian player of the match? So my Aussie player of the match was Jess Sergis. Um, <laughs> no way. We yeah. got both the same. Yeah. yeah. So 18 runs, 233 run meters. Um, tackle breaks. 78 meters post-contact. Yeah. Of, Ta- like, that's insane. Tackle 12, breaks are insane. 12, 12 she, tackle breaks, 11 tackles made with zero misses. Yeah. She, she doesn't is, miss. <laughs> she doesn't miss. Literally doesn't miss. And she's just... Like she's a center, but I swear you could put her anywhere on the field. You could put her in the second row, honestly. I, you could put her in the front row. You could put her anywhere. Just not on the bench because she's an asset. 
Yeah, yeah, 100%. Um, and have you seen that she is getting surgery on her little toe? I did. Like, she's probably going to either have it lopped off or, you know. like. Did you see the image on NRL Physio I with did. the scissors? I did. I was just like, shit. shout out to the NRL Physio, first of all. Um, also, for the NRL Physio's post about Nathan Cleary and his uh, girlfriend. Um, oh, yeah. Um, the one that you posted from Mix RL as well. That was a great yeah. one. Like, well, is it hot or is it cold? Right, is it hot or is it cold? We don't know. Um, nah, absolutely. That was hot. Oh. Honestly, if she gets that toad chopped off, she's going to have to relearn a little bit of her balance. But I don't think it'll, yeah. if anything, it'll make her faster because she's playing and living through pain. Imagine if that pain's gone. Fucking basically yeah. make that 275 run meters, 300 100%. run meters. 100%. And what's your play oh. of the match? Play of the match, um, there was a try score by Mele Hafanga. That's my play of the match. She came back under. She came back under and, like, because the defence was just spreading, mm-hmm. um, when she came back under, there was just so much room and, yeah, it was hectic. I can't it believe was, it was all three of the same. It was vision on the field of her to, yeah. to see that. Yeah, yeah, 100%. That's crazy that we got not only the New Zealand, not only Australia, but we got all three in the same game, the same. That's, yeah, that's crazy. But our team. what was the score? Okay, so you tipped 44-24. Yeah, fuck. I was way off. <laughs> I tipped twenty two ten, and it was twelve six. So I won that one. Definitely won that one. Okay. Um, yeah. And that was the only women's game this weekend, yeah. unfortunately. Other than uh, Malta against the Philippines, um, did you want to talk about that game or not really? <sighs> yeah, I mean, can't can't hide hide from it forever. Um, but yeah, we lost forty two nil. Um, shit feeling probably to date my worst. Um worst footy career feeling um have never lost by that much in a game before um being captain of a team as well it's hard because you're always like carrying the weight of everyone else on your shoulders and thinking you know what where are we going wrong what more can I do could I have done more like I've just been racking my brain about it Mm -hmm. um but yeah then I remembered that small loss 15-0 to New Zealand and I felt better but um Yeah, yeah, yeah it's just like you know we don't spend a lot of time together we're still very 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 early days we have people that don't even play regular footy on the weekends that we're pulling up into this team for numbers um so you know and um something that Renee Target said at the end of the game she was like you guys will take more out of this game than we will um you learn more when you lose shout out Um, to Renee Target um incredible career and she ends her rugby league career in in that game in particular because sure she finished the NRLW season with the Dragons but this was her last you could say professional slash semi-professional rugby league game. Continue. Yeah. She's going into a coaching role now with the Philippines, which is amazing. Um, but yeah, it was um it was tough. Um, but we move on and we will try again next year. Absolutely. Um, men's matches. We had three games. Um, but we'll only mention two because there's another one, a third game of the England Tonga. But yeah. Quick wrap up. England did beat Tonga again, so they won that that test series, but they've still got one more game. Yeah. Um, Radio New Zealand Kiwis against Australia Kangaroos. Um, what was the score one and what was the tips? Okay. So I tip 16 14. Mm-hmm. Well off. You tip 32 20 and the okay. score was 36 18. Jeez. Okay. Go me. So you were pretty close. Um, pretty close, but still. Yeah. Damn. I okay. didn't even pick a New Zealand player of the match for this game because I was just. So I was literally frothing on everything Australia on this game. So Cameron Murray, okay, try in six straight tests. 
Uh-huh. He's my player to watch for the next game to see if he can break that record. Yeah, so that was insane. Um, Lindsay Collins, 45 minutes. 45 minutes, two tries, 10 hit-ups, 124 run meters. Um, and, yeah, Lindsay Collins was my Oz player of the match. Okay. So my New Zealand player of the match, James Fisher-Harris with 42 tackles. Um, East. Oz player of the match, Valentine Holmes. He got the first try of the match, converted five of six, 11 runs and 31 post-contact meters in a game that Millie Elliott decided to say that he wasn't worthy of that spot. I think those stats proved it. Remember last week? Um, when Yeah, I were... just re-remembered I just re that. <laughs> yeah. Yep. Um, so I'm sorry. And I even put Valentine Holmes as my player to watch for last week coming into this uh, game that just happened, and he didn't yeah. disappoint. Five from six, one try. And this is, by the way, four weeks of no footy for him either because he's been suspended. So he comes back relatively you could say fresh, but also out of form somewhat and does yeah. that. And obviously yeah. my play of the match is either of the Lindsay Collins tries take the kick, let's be honest. Well done, Lindsay Collins, Queenslander. Yeah, giving him giving him the recognition he deserves, hey. <laughs> nah, not the recognition, but well done. Um Fiji versus PNG. Um what was Wait, I didn't I didn't say my play of the match. Oh, sorry, what was your play of the match? Lindsay Collins try. Okay. Which one? <laughs> Uh, the one where uh, Hammer, the quick play the ball, Hammer passed yeah. it back, and he he was like diving before he even caught the ball. Yeah, it was he was just, so like, ready for the try. He was like so switched on. That was I watched that so many times. Yep, no, so that's good. fair. Is it because he's a Roosters player or because he's a Queenslander? Because we know you have a thing for Paddy Carrigan and, and Reed Mahoney and others that are Queenslanders. I just I've always loved Lindsay Collins. I. I reached out to him a few years back when um I had one of my little athletes, Rio, who was um dying of terminal brain cancer. And I reached out to like a number of Queensland players because Rio was like a huge Queensland fan. Yeah. And he was one of the players that got back to me. He even wrote back to me. I was like, oh, what's his name? So I can like personalize the video. And That's then so sent awesome. a video in and was like, hey, like, hope you're well, blah, blah, blah. So I really loved him from that point. But then just seeing him improve so much for the Roosters and then playing for Australia and just like, he just doesn't – he just plays how I want to play. Like, he just yeah. comes out, does his job, makes the meters. He's there, like, scoring two tries in a game against New Zealand. Like, it's just yeah. everything That's that I would want to be. Absolutely. Yeah. Um, yeah, fair. And the Fiji versus PNG, uh, what was the score and what was our tips? Okay, so I, I tipped 28-16. Uh-huh. You tipped 40 to 24, and the score was 43-16. Okay, so we're both kind of right. No. No? Who won? Well, yeah, I got the 16, but... And I got the 40-something. Yeah, yeah. So if we join them together, then yeah. Okay, cool. You were closest. Oh, okay. I didn't realize. Okay, cool. Um, Who's your Fiji Barty player of the match? All right, so last week, one of my players to watch was Kurt Donahue. Donahue. Mm -hmm. And um, he was my player of the match. Okay. Two tries. Yeah, mine was Mike Acebo. 209 run meters, two tries and one line break. Who was your PNG player of the match? Um, Mine was Jack DeBellin. Yep. Um, I think just with everything that he's been through as well, like to, you know, he wasn't even allowed to train with, yeah. obviously he was doing his own trainings and stuff like that with what was going on with Port. But um, yeah, to just come back into footy and just, kind of seamlessly just 
get back into that sort of form that yeah. that he was in before and um you know hit the ground running i think he's done really good and um yeah props to him no pun intended <laughs> nah, fair enough i love that though um mine was reese martin because he made 30 tackles and converted both of the tries that they scored um, yeah, nah. and my play of the match was again either of mike Sivo's tries um who who or what was your play of the match yeah that was the same as mine Sivo's tries for sure oh that's fair um and that wraps up the 4020 nutrition uh, recaps um again for 15% off at checkout use our code life in sport now the first preview we've got is the england versus wales women's game um a lot of people may not even know that there's an england versus wales game going on um it's the curtain raiser to the england tonga final test match at emerald headingley stadium to anyone who may not know that is leeds rhinos and that's sick that they're playing them both at the same time Mm-hmm. I like think it's freaking phenomenal. Absolutely. Yeah. Um, uh, yeah, England versus Wales. Three key players to watch. I've got Amy Hardcastle. Um, My girl, Amy. <laughs> Caitlin Beavers. And I don't know, but I'd say those two in particular. Absolutely. And obviously in the our chats earlier this week, you were singing Amy Hardcastle's praises. Uh, why and what for, et cetera. Well, she had pink hair at the Rugby League World Cup last year, so <laughs> that was cool. But um, yeah, she was a beast. Like I was hyping her up so much um during the World Cup, and yeah, we ended up having a little bit of chat um on Insta, and yeah, I just love um her runs. Like she runs so hard. I mean, if she was running at me, I'd probably run the other way. But <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah, I'm keen to see how she'll go. I reckon she'll do well, and I'll keep you guys updated on with next week's episode as to how she went. Men's match previews and tips. Uh, for the Australia-New Zealand game, who are your three players from each side and your tip? Um, so my three key players for Oz are going to be so Payne Pass, mm-hmm. back on the side. Um, Cameron Munster, he, mm-hmm. I just, he's just a freak. Like He just does the freakiest stuff. When he's playing for Queensland, not about it. When he's playing for Melbourne, not, not about, about it. it. When he's playing for Australia, I'll get around it. Um, okay. So, yeah, I, I actually do love Munster, though. Like, he's just – you can't, I don't know. I, I can't hate him. Like, I as much as I try to, I'm just like, I literally can't hate him. Um, and uh, Lindsay Collins. Okay. Yep. So, we only have one in common. And it's um, Payne Haas. It's not. Cameron Monster. It's not. Lindsay. <laughs> yeah, it's Lindsay. Um, so the three that I've got, uh, Cameron Murray, because I want to see him break that Ron Coot record. Yeah, let's go. Let's go. He, he equaled it. Let's see if he can get it. I really hope. Um, Lindsay Collins, just hope he can back up this past weekend's effort. And Katoni Stack. Um, he had a pretty good individual game on the weekend. Not enough to get, you know, man of the match, but I reckon he'll do another solid job. My New yeah. Zealand players of the match players of the match these players to watch obviously Jermaine DeZarco James Fisher-Harris and Ronaldo Mulatalo who are yours yeah nice we got two the same okay. Jermaine DeZarco yes um yep. if if he gets in space it's like game over it's it's illegal almost yeah uh James Fisher-Harris just because he's a beast he's love a beast him. he's a prop he's a captain we love it yeah and uh Brighton Nakora oh I was going to pick um, Brighton Nikoda, but I was like, mm, nah, I'll go with his teammate, Ronaldo. I think he had the most fantasy points from the last game, even though they lost. Um, wow. 
And yeah, so my tip is 2618 to Australia. 2618. Okay. Well, I'm going to tip Australia, obviously. Score? 2818. 28. So you're going two points more than me. Uh huh. Yeah. Okay. 2818. I'm writing Um, it down. 2818. Yep. All right. The next match we've got is BG against PNG. I love, yep. how that, I love how that rhymes. It feels so nice in the ears. Um, who are your three players to watch from each side? Um, I didn't write my score down. I didn't actually write any PNG players to watch. Um, I just wrote down that I think they'll be hoping for a better scoreline. Then uh, obviously they will, yeah, what, for sure. <laughs> on the weekend, um, yep. and I think yeah, all players can take that step up. Um, but for Fiji, I've got Mike Sivo, Doreen Buller, and Tane Milne. Okay, we have one similar, and that's Doreen Buller. I've also got Kurt Donahue in this week yeah. because he had a good game this past weekend. And again, King Buni Yayawa, he had another good he had a good game previously. He was in the player stats as well. Yeah. Um, I think they'll do well for PNG. I've got Valentine Richard, Reese Martin, and Jack DeBellin. Um, my tip, well, because Fiji beat PNG and that was 43 16 yeah yeah but PNG beat Fiji a while no no um Fiji just lost by the skin of their ass no just one sorry against Cook Island so I've gone 28 10 to Fiji okay well I'll go 32 16 Fiji um and yeah England versus Tonga um, obviously, you've not put down any players to watch. Um, I've put down for England, Morgan Smithies, Jack Wellsby, and Victor the Inflictor. Victor the Inflictor. Yes, sir. Absolutely. Um, Jack Wellsby, because he's a captain, he's a three-time grand final winner with St. Helens. And Morgan Smithies in particular, because he's recently signed with the Raiders. And anyone who's listening to this that is a Raiders fan and you want to see, you know, what he's about, how his yeah. play style is, etc., watch the game and, you know, fuck around and find out. For Tonga, I've gone <laughs> with Tyson Frizzell, Hamole yes. Olakawatu, and Adam Fanua Blake are my players to watch. Be interesting to see how Adam goes based off, like, yeah, all the media stuff at the moment. Absolutely, because I was going to say that brings up the next segment, Sporting News, and what better way to start it off with than Adam Fanua Blake requests immediate release on Compassionate Grounds. My He's on- the highest paid prop yeah. in the NRL. Yeah. Yep. Is that what is that why you asked me if I think Lindsay Collins should be the highest paid because Adam is or No, I was just uh, I was just fucking with you. But uh, okay. I thought that Payne Haas was the highest paying prop. Why do you think Payne Haas would be? Yeah. I didn't realise that he was the highest paid prop in the league. No, you'd think so. Um but no, Adam has requested an immediate release on compassionate grounds, which does this make him a liability because he did it at mainly to go to the Warriors. For the exact same reason, compassionate grounds, family reasoning, etc. Um, but he's not a stupid man either. He will have a team lined up. It's not go to Sydney and hope to pick up a club. He will most likely have a club. Like, Do you think he will go back to Manly? Like maybe because they've just got rid of Sean Kepi. Yeah. But maybe. But I can maybe see him sign with Souths, if I'm being honest. Maybe. Again, big maybes here. Um, nah, I hope not. <laughs> Bruce's have a salary sombrero. They don't have yes. enough under it. Yeah, they do. <laughs> salary sombrero, salary umbrella, whatever you want to call it. Yeah. Um, and what's the next topic on on the list for sports news? 
Um, so Darlin Watini's Lesniak re-signs for 2024. Which is a great re-signing for the Warriors. It, it goes Yeah, well, losing Josh Curran and losing Adam Fanua Blake, they're going to want to be re-signing people like Dallin. So. Oh, well, after the season Dallin has had, they're, I'm so glad they've re-signed him. Even though it's a one-year, I would have honestly offered him two. Yeah. Because the absolute form, but it's a matter of... Dallin is one of those players, like, I just, he's been around for so long. It, but you don't realize it either. Yeah. Like he, I think I was in high school when he started playing. And that yeah. was like. Well, he's our oh, age. So yeah. yeah. He yeah. was he was 18 when the year when we were 18, he was at Penrith and then he was at the Bulldogs. Yeah. 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 Now he's yeah. at the Warriors. Yeah, absolutely. And really quick shout out. Malachi played for Poland uh, last weekend. Um, Interesting. So, yeah, because the Zalesniak part of their last name is Polish. Uh, Polish. So, yeah, nice. shout out to Malachi for doing that. Um, cool. But, yeah, what's the next topic? Niall Williams Guthrie re-signs with the Titans, which is a huge good re-signing for them. Absolutely. A, a huge get or re-get, you could say. Yeah. Um, she's just one of those players that gets the absolute job done. You yeah, know? she gets it. Yeah. She, she, she gets it. And what, she gets yeah. it. Yeah. She gets it. Um, one of the next bits of news is Ron Griffiths, the head coach of the Knights back-to-back grand final wins of the last two years. First of all, congratulations to them for doing that. He's left and is now going to coach the Newcastle Knights New South Wales Cup men's side. What are your thoughts? So, yeah, we did chat about this um, off the podcast and I think it was um, – they were talking about it last week with um, – the men's game as well is like using um, New Zealand as like a stepping stone to get to origin level and to get to um, levels in like the NRL, NRL, like over in Australia or Australian coaching roles. And like they I mean, said, that is good because everyone's got to start somewhere. But yeah, yeah, a hundred percent. But I don't like the idea of these men coming into the women's game, taking jobs that that. You know, people like Tani Norris, um, Karen Murphy and stuff can coach. Mm-hmm. Um, and then and being like, oh, yeah, cool. Got my resume up. Got my LinkedIn profile updated. Yeah. Now I'm going to skip across to New South Wales Cup or skip across to a men's yeah. game, like using it as leverage. Yeah, that's. I definitely agree with that. I, I, As in, I don't agree with what they're doing. I agree with what you're saying because... It's going to hurt the game more if a lot of this continues, more so yeah. than expansion ever will. Yeah. Because everyone's like, oh, don't expand too quick, too soon, etc., or too much too soon. Um, this would hurt the game a lot more than expansion. Yeah, 100%. Um, and I'm, I'm all for maybe slowing the expansion down a bit as well now that we've got 10 teams yeah. go for it for a few years. But as, as I was just – that's just to clarify to anyone who's listening. But, yeah, fuck. I just – I hope this isn't a um, window that me- that not just men but coaches in general, because it could also be female coaches that would see it as an opportunity as well. So yeah. I'm going to say coaches in general don't see this as a example of oh let's do this, you know. Just on that though, do you think a woman a a woman would ever coach an a men's NRL team? I think it is possible unfortunately i don't think in our lifetime and that's not me not wishing for it or wanting for it i just unfortunately don't think that the um this is going to sound awful the toxic masculinity in the nrl men's would 
their egos would allow them to hire a female coach for a men's team. I mean, there's definitely women like around the game. Absolutely. As like a head coach role, I think they would even to be maybe like an assistant coach. I, I think assistant coach yeah. is very possible. Abs- absolutely. Um, and I hope again for our sake in our lifetime we see a head coach, but I just I unfortunately don't think it's going to happen. I Maybe love Aaron Murphy. I love seeing ex NRL players coaching NRLW. Yes, exactly. Scott so Prince, Jamie Soward, yes. Scott Prince, even and Val- even yeah, Valzi, um, and even um, so Meg Ward just got the head coaching role yep. for North Devils. Yes. Um, She's been doing really well. She's been with PNG. She was with the Dragons. Um, the Broncos as well. The Broncos as well. So really cool to see the opportunities that she's had with coaching. Um, yeah, I'm keen to see how the North Devils will go with Meg in charge. Oh, absolutely. Um, I don't know what I was going to say there, but no, absolutely agreed. Um, the Bears, speaking of other teams and expansion, are making an 11th hour bid for an 18th team because we thought they were out of the race. They were gone um, with that $11 million shot or whatever it is, but as in gone. But there there was rumours, I think yesterday or the day before that I saw that, yeah, they're making an 11th hour bid. Um, yeah. What are your thoughts? Um, I don't think the Bears will, will ever get back in the NRL, unfortunately, no matter... Where they're willing to re- relocate to? I like, where don't. has this even come from? Like, <laughs> it was on the NRL site. I, I, I don't know the exact. I can't remember the wording because it was just literally a, a cliff note that I put. But they are preparing a second bid for like a term. And then the Tigers as well. Yeah, the Brisbane Tigers or Eastern Suburbs Tigers to any um BRL um elitists <laughs> you could say um. Uh, have announced that they're willing to do a joint venture with the PNG, you know, to make a, a PNG side. And I was very, very vocal in our messages about my thoughts about just even just yeah. one one reason in particular. What are your thoughts? Well, we did. We talked about we talked about this last week, didn't we? Did we talk about it on the podcast or off the podcast? I don't think we spoke about it. we spoke about the PNG. We spoke about, we spoke the... about PNG, but we didn't speak about Brisbane yeah, Tigers but... doing it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But the ideas of PNG, so so we said PNG wouldn't be able to have a team because there wouldn't be families willing to go and stay yes. over there on two year, three year contracts. Okay, so among other things, yes. So they fixed that issue by saying, Okay, cool, we'll have the team based out of Brisbane. Mm-hmm. Okay, so that's one thing, but yeah. based I, off I, I can fuck with that, yep. Yeah, like that that makes sense, right? People mm-hmm. are gonna live in Brisbane, whatever. But um, what you said as well. So, East have been around for how long? Uh, the, yeah, decades. Yeah. So two years ago, we were told that we're not East anymore. We're Brisbane Tigers. But yep, so that we expansion hopes that the Dolphins yeah. got. Yep. So we weren't to say like East East Tigers. It was Brisbane Tigers, which is so hard Even to do. Clydesdales are now Western Clydesdales. Yep. Yeah. So it's just East, 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 and then so it was stripping like, that yeah. identity a little bit. Yep. Yeah, so already stripped that, and then like, what are they going to be called? The PNG Brisbane Tigers, <laughs> like. But they can't even be called the Tigers because there's a, a there's an NRL side called West's Tigers, and they can't, yeah, so they the can't have P- Brisbane in the name because there's already a team with the name Brisbane in it. Well, like Sydney Roosters, South Sydney Brisbane, Rabbiters. not Brisbane PNG, maybe. 
Yeah, I mean, well, there's Sydney Roosters and South Sydney Rabbitohs. Yeah, true. So or it could be East go- Brisbane, East again, Brisbane Cummels. I don't know. But, but Roosters are originally Eastern Suburbs Roosters. Yeah. So again, just, like, not so. Regardless, it is stripping the Eastern Suburbs Tigers of all identity, not their history, of course, but yeah, all identity and. And whatnot. Yeah. I, Do you think though that Matt Church, that's Matt Church's idea? Because no, it's the CEO and the higher ups for sure. Yeah, but I think he would have had something to do with it because he came from coaching PNG, and then is now coaching at Brisbane Tigers. That's true. is what like is it just a coincidence? Hmm. Do you know what I mean? Like he's just come from board went to him about the idea. Yeah, I think he he might he must have some sort of Same. idea in there. Yeah, yeah, I reckon. Yeah, the board went to him, not he went to the board, but he's now maybe excuse the pun or playing words on board. With, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um. Yeah. Fuck. That all we've got. Oh. And we've uh, got one more, which is the Rugby World Cup. Is that the yeah, last one? Springboks. Yeah. Well, South Africa Springboks made history, and they won their fourth uh, Rugby World Cup, not in a row, but. They are the first nation to win four Rugby World Cups. And fun little fact to end the episode. Every time the Springboks have won a quarterfinal in a World Cup, they've won the World Cup. Yeah, right. Yeah. It's 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 a head it's a brain thinker. Like it's a thinker. It's like, right. Yeah, every quarterfinal that they've made and won, they've won the World Cup that year. So yeah. The quarterfinal wins are the way to go. Yeah, well, for the Springboks, for sure. And also, that makes them... So, they've won back-to-back. And before that was the All Blacks back-to-back. Um, and before that was England in 2003. So, the Wallabies haven't won in this decade. Not this decade, this century. They haven't won the World Cup this century. They're hurting. Yeah. Absolutely. And they didn't sign Angus Crichton. No, they didn't. But that's the Roosters' gain and the Wallabies' loss. Yeah, 100%. <clears throat> oh, Mm-hmm. One more thing before we go. Yes. Dragons have offered or are willing to offer Joe Manu five million for four years. I saw that. What are your thoughts? Uh, my thoughts are no, no. absolutely not. <laughs> like he will Maybe not be leaving. The not yours. <laughs> yeah, he will not be leaving the Roosters if I have anything to do with it, which I have nothing to do with it. <laughs> but um. Yeah, I will be absolutely devastated if reckon, that happens. Do you reckon Joey Manu could be a one-club player? Like, they're very rare these days. But I feel like he is that type of person. Yeah, I agree. Do you? Like, do you feel like he's... I get that vibe cool? from him. Like, Roosters have given him so much. You know, 2013, 2018, 2019. Yeah. Um, you know, Kiwis, this, that, the other, which, you know, he's in that system. I just think it would be the biggest shit-to-bed moment to lose him. I don't um, think they will. I don't think they'll lose him. I don't think so. But I'm just saying, even in the future, if another club tables an offer, I just, I think he's going to be a rooster for life. Like Minicello, like Orbo, like all those oh, greats. Minicello. <laughs> Brings a tear to my eye. <laughs> Which one? Anthony or Mark? Anthony. Yeah. No, nah, that's fair. Yeah. Um, well, actually, while we're, one last topic. Who are your top three favorite roosters players of all time? Not including Tedesco. Oh, Jesus. Um, Jared Warrior Hargraves. Mm-hmm. Biggest props or? Yeah. Yeah. Orbo. Yeah, what a weapon. And tough one, tough one, tough one. Um, 
Wraith and Asset. Nah, I'm just kidding. <laughs> um, do you want to know a funny story though? Um, I'll probably do the same in each other, but a funny story. So we were at this Tigers versus Roosters. I think it was a semi-final one day. Yeah, was and... he playing for the Roosters or the Tigers? Because he played for both teams. The Roosters. Yeah, okay. Yeah, so I was there with my dad and... um. Was this the one where there... he kicked the field goal? Uh, I can't remember the exact play, but my dad had the recording. So we recorded it on his phone yep. and set it as his ringtone. So his this was literally his ringtone. His phone would ring and this is what it would go. Frank Paul Newasala's offside. Anasa's got to get back. Now, Carney, they've still got 20 seconds. And that was my dad's ringtone. And I remember it off by heart because dad used to never pick up the phone. He'd let it ring so he could listen to it. Uh, that's great. Because it was fun. his ringtone for so long. Um, Yeah, just a funny side note. Um, Frank Paul Newasala, though, he was a he was a good player. Um, was, I was going to say, I've got two funny stories. One about Frank Paul Newasala. Um. And one not related to Frank Paul Neil So I interviewed Kerbox uh, about two years ago. Um, shout out to Kerbox, massive legend of Bondi Rescue and whatnot. Well, they used to take a lot of the Roosters players pre-season or mid-season when they were doing warm downs and stuff. Frank yeah. Paul Neil couldn't swim. <laughs> I don't know if I don't know if he can now. Obviously, he he may be able to now. But when he was playing, um, as in in the playing group at the Roosters, he had to rescue him a few times in the <laughs> in the beach water. So. That's a little fun, little fun, fun You know story. what's funny? I just seen on, you know, the rules, they post all these memes and it was like, there's so many Islanders in the NRL now. They need to take swimming out as a form of recovery. It's more like suffering. <laughs> Jeez, I didn't say that, but that kind of fits in well. Um, and, oh, what was the other one? Um, oh, so we were, you said Orbo is one of your top three roosters of all time. So I was at the Roosters Bulldogs game earlier this year. Saw Orbo there, obviously legend of the game. Grand final wins, bloody um, 300 plus games. And there's kids, you know, old enough to know who he is, in my opinion, like 14, 15. And he just walks past them as if he's no one. And I'm just, and I'm looking at them in my head. I'm like, do you know who that is? I even said that to one of the kids. I'm like, you know who that is, right? They're like, no. I'm like, that's Mitchell Orbison. I'm like, what? And, and like, they, they when they knew the name, they knew who it was. But, you know, just straight over their heads and I'm yeah like, he was just such a player like that though like he just was never really that famous but like he got, he got to Roosters fans he's just a legend but these um, were Roosters fans as well like yeah but I feel like there's players like that in all teams though they're just kind of yeah, like true. they'll be a legend to like a diehard Roosters fan but that's how you know the diehards to the fake fans like yeah the, the, there's the fans that know Teddy or Joey yeah. Manu and then there's the ones that know you know, Orbo. Luke Rickardson or Orbo. Rico, right? oh my god! <laughs> right, you're just like fuck. Why did I not pick Rico? There was a there was a Gillette ad. Yes. Um, and <laughs> yes. yeah, a Gillette ad. Okay, I'm gonna get that ad up and we're gonna play it on the next podcast. Um, yep. and he was like putting gel in his hair and like someone's like, "What is that?" And he's like, "Yeah, the chicks dig it." Jeez, <laughs> <laughs> right. now he's in real estate, I think, or something like that. Like. Crazy. Crazy. You could even have put Brad Fittler as a oh. as the wrist, right? Right, There's like because this is 100%. of all time. Unfortunately, there is too many to choose from, but we don't have that. You that put me on the time. spot, but <laughs> yeah, no, I know. Um, geez, well then, for next episode, I'm going to give you some homework. Um, well, yeah. not homework. What? Let us know next episode your top five roosters moments that you've seen, whether it's live or watching it on the TV, but that you've been alive for. Okay. And obviously, back-to-back will be number one. That goes without saying. Yeah, um, and I was there for both. For both? Oh, that's even better for both. That's even... 
radio. Um, yeah, that about wraps it up. Also, anyone who's listening, let us know, even if you're not a Roosters fan, what are your top five Roosters moments? Yeah, that wraps that up.